Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Texas Rangers baseball podcast. This is episode number 36. Today, Texas Rangers right-handed pitcher John Gray is going to join us from Globe Life Field. Jeff, uh, we got a lot to talk about this week, but how's your week so far? I mean, yeah. uh, you're getting ready to travel. I am. I am. I'm going to go on the road Thursday, uh, cover that Houston series, hop over to Anaheim, cover the Anaheim series. All right. I'm not going to go to Oakland and, and see the possum, unfortunately. The possum <laughs> that's been running around the press box. Well, yeah, I heard some of the guys from Oakland talking about that. So it, it was dead in the press well, box? Well, there, was, there apparently was a dead possum <laughs> Sunday morning in the TV booth. Which okay. is which is pretty. Cl- I mean, they're they're all connected, right? And then um, after the game, one of them poked his head through like a hole in the ceiling. <laughs> but but then apparently on Monday was roaming around because the the twins TV broadcasters got uh, had to had to leave the booth for the exterminator to come in and to come maybe in and take get care it. of business I'm, <laughs> to get rid of it. I'm guessing there are probably a thousand possums slash rats slash. Uh, if you've Feral never been cats. to that Oakland Coliseum, you're yeah, you don't know what you're missing. It's I, so been bad, uh, and you know, I, I a new ballpark isn't gonna. I mean, it'll fix that problem, but, sure. I, but yeah. I don't know if it's gonna fix the Oakland problem. But anyway, we don't yeah. need to talk about that. No, and I don't want to talk about rodents. I had the whole <laughs> skunk thing that happened. Both dogs get sprayed by a skunk that turns in Friday night. We were at the game. Yeah. I go home eleven thirty at night. Got a dog door there. Dogs go running outside. Come back in. They both got sprayed by a skunk. Let's just say it was 2.30 in the morning. My house still stunk. Oh, yeah. By the time we had gotten them cleaned up, all of that, we're just now back to normal. We're just now back getting out there. But we got to talk about this Ranger team. Not not skunks. Not stinking right now. No, no, no. Not stinking right now. No skunks. They are 6-4 and four over their last 10 games. They've won three in a row. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, last night, first time they've come back after, is it the seventh or eighth inning when they seventh were down inning, yeah. this inning? Yeah. What an eighth inning. Yeah, you know, uh, they, they had that chance in the in the seventh, and uh, Eli White and Simeon struck out on six pitches, <laughs> which is... Which, I you know, they, they, they both chased during the at-bat, and, um, you know, the Simeon... When he when he made the out to end the inning, the, the crowd the crowd let him have it. Yeah, you know, they 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 did, and uh, fr- you know frustration has mounted obviously with everybody. I think, um, in, including him. I mean that at bat, you could tell he wanted to get something done. Sure, uh, but you know, they're, baseball's a weird game, man, and and each game's unique. It's like a I always I say it's like a snowflake. You know, right. every, every game is different. That's why I like it. Yeah, I like it so much and like covering it so much. Uh, and yeah, the eighth inning happened and. You know, it's so weird. I mean, it's a, a blooper that that if if the Angels aren't shifting Corey Seager, absolutely, it's the first out of the inning. It's an easy out. Yep, exactly. And, and then you know, the the second batter is Adolis Garcia. He's trying just to move Seager to third to get you know get him in position to score the tying run. Turns into a hit. Yep. Turns into a run because the throw got away after Adolis. We're tied. Not knocked over the first base or no, didn't not intentionally. No, I mean, no, it was totally stretched into the yeah, lane, and absolutely. Adoles tried to tried to avoid him, and he felt like crap about it. But yep. and I guess what turned out, the ball hit Matt Duffy in the face. Yeah, on the replay, and, you and can see that eye. close, yeah. and of course, up there, you could yeah. probably see it too. But anyway, that that just that just kind of <laughs> opened the floodgates. Sorry, guys, I'm down a little. Uh, and go ahead. Uh, um, you know, a couple walks, and then and then Nate Lowe came up in the bases load, had a big hit. They switched Which pitchers. He needed. Sam right, Sam Huff first pitch drops it into right, and. You know the and then and then White was able to redeem himself. Even even the the Brad Miller out was a productive out. I mean he he got he got uh, Huff to second base, and so you know that that White hit might have scored two. It, it would have been cl- a close play at the plate. But right. 
course, and and that's probably what Brandon Marsh was thinking, and yep. the ball just got past him, and was was it, was his over? It's like uh, Eli Eli was going to score. Well, yeah, you you got to think about that. Miller gets Huff over. Marsh probably thinks with Huff at second base, he he's playing that to make the play. Right. He's got to prevent any run he can. He comes up, he does what every one of us who have ever played the game done. He just yeah. totally whipped on the ball. That turns into another run because once Eli Watt turns the the Jets on, it's over. Right. Um, but we got to get back and talk about something real quick. We got to talk about Simeon. And I, I wanted to get into Simeon right now. It, it stinks for Simeon. Did you talk to him after the game? Did he no, want to talk? No. Um, I mean, the game took four hours. So yeah. <laughs> we're, we 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 talked to who we needed to talk to and right. um you know he 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 hasn't he hasn't been shy about talking sure. uh, you know he he talked to me last week uh, not just me there was a group of, of people I, I wrote about it at rangerstoday.com for uh-huh. 5.99 a month or 60 dollars a year. year um he he's a stand up guy he's a pro and he's going to come out of it it's just you know it 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 has happened at the worst time of the year the very first month and a half of his very first season of a seven-year, $175 million contract. So, exactly. Um, you know, he's going to keep playing. Uh, I know I know you 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 think, we talked about it last week, and you tweeted out again that he could move down in the order. I, I don't, I don't st- st- see Chris Woodward doing that unless Marcus asks. Um, it, but, yeah. but, you know, you, you saw, you saw you've, he, di- he did, he has drawn, I know this is little, but he's drawn walks yeah, in consecutive walks. games. Yeah. Um, I, I think, <laughs> I think, he 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 you know so that that kind of he does swing at a lot of first pitches but the fact that he takes a walk doesn't mean he's you know it it kind of con- i don't know contradicts but counteracts the the idea that he's pressing and just swinging at the first good pitch he sees that's not that's not the case necessarily right exactly and, and you got to understand Simeon's game and, and it's Seager's game too they do like to ambush a first pitch fastball sure. they're they're both it's kind of how they've made their living on that i I have said all along, you cannot sit Simeon. That's not going to help him get out of this. This is right. a guy that knows that he's earned the money that he's made. He, yeah. Right now, guys, you're, you're looking at him right now, and you're thinking he doesn't deserve this money. Look, you're you're literally weeks into the first year of seven years. Two years from now, we'll be praising Simeon when he's right. back to his normal self. And and look at what happened to someone like Cole Calhoun, who yeah. was hitting, what, 177. Now he's hitting 230. I've got it somewhere here. Calhoun's hitting 229. He's, their best, uh, he's probably their best hitter right now, him or Garcia. Yeah, last seven games hits 417 yeah. uh, and, and all of that. It just takes getting something going to do it. I do think the rain hurt him. I am not worried about Simeon. My point in putting him down in the lineup a little bit is maybe not min- as many at-bats every game, put him down there to, to see it. I am not a manager, and you're yeah. right with Woodward. Yeah. Woodward won't do it to Simeon because he's a pro, yeah. and he knows it. But Woodward, I, I, Woodward impressed me last night in the fact that you guys that don't think the Rangers don't want to win – Taylor Hearn came out in the fifth inning, walked a guy, uh, got an out, and Woodward said, you know what, you you don't look like you have it. We're close in this game. He went out and got him yeah. with only, what, 70 pitches? 78, and uh, he he it was actually the, a leadoff walk, and then Woodward came and got him. Right. O- Otani was up next, and you would think left-left, it's a favorable matchup, but in, in the prior at-bat, Otani hit one 109 miles an hour. Sure. It, it was an out, but he smoked it. And it, was, it would have been the third time Hearn was facing him. You know, and, and, and keep in mind, at 64 pitches in the last start, he was removed because he said he was fatiguing a little bit. Right. And they thought, the Rangers thought the stuff was declining. So, you know, a 14-pitch a jumps, a, re, a reasonable, uh, yes, what you would expect. 
in, in the next start. So there, there are a lot of things going on. And, uh, you know, he, he brought in Matt Moore and Matt Moore got three straight outs and including, you know, striking three out Otani. So yeah. it, it was a good, uh, and my, and a good, a good move, but you know, I don't think Taylor was being penalized. It wasn't no. punitive, but it was just, <laughs> it was just what the game called. for. My, yeah. Point. My point was in, in that is that there, there are times and last season might've been a time when, when they would have said, okay, you know what? We want to stretch out a little yeah. more. You walk the first guy. How are you going to react to that? What are you going to do when wins were already off the table? They weren't worried about mm. it. This year they said production's going to happen. Woodward said just exactly everything falls into place to steal what I was trying to say. Woodward's like, no, you know what? You're at 78. We've stretched you more. You walk the first guy. We thought we we're going to try to get you five innings yeah. to see if you can get out of this and sure. get five innings for the win. No, yeah. you walk the first guy. No, we're we are in this game. Right. So we're going to go get somebody because we are in this game. The Rangers aren't playing. I know this is an evaluation year, but it's not just an evaluation year. Yeah. They are trying to win ball games. Well, and and to your point, they had just gotten back into the game because Calhoun had just hit a two-run homer to tie it. So right. you want to keep the momentum on your side exactly in, in that situation. And you know they ended up falling behind a couple With of trout. innings later but um anyway it, 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 that that decision was not an, an, an issue in the game that that uh, you know if, if, if right. people are wanting to be critical of, of chris woodward it's it shouldn't be over that one because no. that, that's just worth uh, that was what the game called for at that point exactly he did what i think i think a lot of fans this year that come in they either they they either think they're world series contenders or they're cellar dwellers or yeah. they think that the rangers ownership don't care woodward doesn't you know but that was i i know that woodward has told us this is the first time i've heard him say it is about wins this year we've yeah. got to win produce and do that going out to get hearn was the right choice at that time because the pitches like you said but also we're not messing around we got to stay in this game we want to win the game it's not yeah. about learning here no, well, we don't need Taylor to learn. It's about learning how to win. Exactly. And um, you know, if 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 Taylor or whoever is in that situation wants to wants to stay in the game, don't walk the leadoff guy. You know, and, and exactly. And I'm sure he knew wh- where he was on pitches, and that they're probably going batter to batter. And I know it's Mike Trout. All right, I, sure. You know, uh, holy cow! But um, you know, you got you at that at that point, you gotta you gotta attack. You, you're you're almost out of bullets, so mm-hmm. don't you know. Walk the guy, eh, you know, give right. yourself a chance. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so with that being said, mm-hmm. Garver goes down to the Frisco yesterday. He started out, in, by the way, this is Wednesday for you guys that don't know, uh, in, in case I don't know when this will exactly be out. But Garver's in Frisco last night. They've obviously put him out on rehab. They've said right now he's not throwing the ball. He's just going to DH. That's right. When he comes up, I'm assuming Huff's staying. Well, yeah, they got to they got to have two catchers. Yeah, know? I mean, and that's it. And I'm and, and I'm going to get uh, if you're going to guess what's going to happen there, is it probably an arm? They're going to go back down to twelve. Right. Well, they're at fourteen, and they can they can go to the thirteen. Thirteen's okay. the the max. Right. Or, 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 this and, until the end of May twenty ninth. The the max is fourteen, um, but regular rules will will take place after that. Uh, as long as the rotation keeps giving innings the way it you is, you know. The bullpen will be fine. There's going to be the off day on Monday. Um, that that that'll help. That'll get them to the end of the month. Um, but you know, Gar- it, it, the, the roster is a little bit complicated with, with Garver only being a DH. Um, but but you know, and and then the concern with Huff is is he going to get enough at bats? And you know, he's only played in five games, but he's had a hit in every one. I think two last uh, night. Yeah, yeah. No, he's three. Three, last night. three, yeah. three on Tuesday. Finished that game batting 444. 
Um, yeah, look, hitting. I mean, he's, I, I, under, I understand the need to get him reps. Um, and I know they're very high in jo- Jonah Heim right now. Who's playing great. Um, who is playing well. He's not, you know, his average has come down a tick. You know, you, 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 not only is he going to be playing maybe three in a row. I mean, that's, that's tiring. Uh, but the, the more pitchers see him, the more they learn about him, uh, the more exposed he, he'll get. But it's not a liability to put Sam Huff in there. And and he's shown right. that, you know, his first game, it was, it was uh, on, on April 30th, he caught Dunning. It was you know, Dunning's, one of his best starts of his career. Right. And um, so it's, um, there's not, there's not a big, as big a drop off, I think, as the Rangers thought there might be, because I think Huff is, is acquitting himself pretty well here. Yeah, and and it, it makes it easy to look at Garver coming back, and you don't want to, you don't want to mess with that arm. Yeah. Uh, it is a flexor; t- it's a tendon in the elbow. Flexor forearm. They're saying forearm flexor muscle arm. strain in his throwing arm. It yeah. is throwing arm. So the right arm, and and that area is, if it's damaged, it it makes a person more susceptible to uh, the UCL tear and needing Tommy John surgery. That's why when pitchers get it, they get it fixed. They right. they go have surgery, right. and they're out nine months. And you know the Rangers are hoping to avoid that. He hasn't thrown a ball. I, I think they're doing tests that maybe simulate that. But uh, and, until there's no pain in there, he's not throwing. And and if it gets to the point where he has to have surgery, you know if you want him ready for opening day next year, you got to do the math and backtrack and nine months and all that stuff. He doesn't have to build up as much as a pitcher. No, so he maybe doesn't. It may just be six months, but. They're going to give him a chance to to bat because that's that doesn't cause any pain and and maybe maybe in a couple more weeks he's able to start a throwing program. But I mean, I would I would conservatively say there's a month that he won't be catching. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, uh, I think month and and he may come back and play first base some because first base you don't have to throw the ball a lot. You know, catcher a catcher throws the ball. He doesn't always throw it hard every every but he every pitch usually. every pitch he throws the ball. He's so. A, um, He's we'll, in we'll, every pitch. That's the yeah, way to we'll, put we'll, it. Yeah. We'll, we'll see about that. But, um, yeah, him coming up, probably send down a reliever. I would suspect it's Josh Spores. That's what I would guess, um, too. But Albert Abreu is also rehabbing right now. So there could be some moving parts. And, um, uh, you know, and then and then there will be more moving parts when, when LeClerc and Hernandez are ready in June. So, yeah. Um, and and, and every, that's going to change everything. Like last night or Tuesday night, uh, you know, seventh inning, they're without a couple guys who had pitched multiple innings and right. Barlow had pitched consecutive games, so they had to shuffle some things. So you, they put in Brett Martin there in the seventh who gave up the homer to to, to Trout, the right. leadoff homer to Trout, and put him behind. Um, you know, in, in, in three or four weeks, that's going to be – that might be Barlow in that situation. It sure. might be LeClerc. It might be Hernandez in that situation. It's just it's just going to be entirely different. Absolutely. Um, so um, – but anyway, things are trending in, in the right way. And if Garver comes back and can hit, that's a big help. You see Garcia, who's who's on the board behind me, what he's done since he had his conversation and off day yep. Saturday. You know, there it's like they unlocked his mind and unlocked his swing and told him, go out there and yes. be who you were. Exactly. And um, so anyway. Which exactly was what? He was sort of getting a little tentative. He was trying yeah. to – he wanted to have better at-bats, which – wasn't we need that aggressive Adolis to That's what, attack yeah. when he attacks? I remember Chris was talking about that uh, uh, Monday, talking yeah. about that in pregame. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, for a team that's started out two and nine, what's their record now today? They, they are the Rangers right now right? are uh, sixteen and nineteen. 
So they're they're fourteen and and uh, ten in their last three weeks, basically. Exactly. I mean, that's that's can't that's argue per- with that. That's pretty good. Yeah, and you know what I do? One thing I like to do is every week when we come in here, I do the last ten games and where the Rangers are. Yeah. Right. They're six and four this week in the last ten games. Last week I think they were eight and two when I did it. In that they were seven and three. I mean, so that's right in line with what yeah. you're talking about. Now, you know, it could be five and five and doesn't mean they haven't won three in a row, depending sure. on where you're at in the sure. deal. The Rangers are playing right now above five hundred baseball. They, are. they just won a series. Look, no matter what happens tonight in the Angel game, they've yeah. won the Angel series. Right. They're going to go to Houston, the other team that's winning the, the that, that's at the top of the uh, AL West. That's going to be a fun series to go to and see where they are. Mm. Um, they're going back to uh, Anaheim, yeah, which you're yeah. going to be there. That'll be fun to get some some moves from there. I mean, you cannot complain how this – the pitching hasn't been the problem. Right, right. It, it, it's been the offense and – um, really, that it started that that second game in Philadelphia. Then they had the three days off and kind of slept, walk through right. New York, and um, but but they played well against Kansas City, and mm-hmm. then Boston kind of came in and yeah you know, had the 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 messy you know there's the defensive issues there yeah. there were a couple pitching hiccups there against Boston, but um, look that, those things are going to happen. But and, the, and this guy not being in the lineup is yeah. another detriment. But so. the the overall takeaway is despite what everybody you know panicking after a loss like Boston or whatever yeah. the four error game against Kansas City um the Rangers overall are playing really really well winning winning baseball it is a different team than last year in that they I I've, golly I sound like a broken record they are not out of games yeah one Boston game they were pretty much out of it when they they got they got it got late and they got basically yeah. run out of there but that's going to happen sure. I don't care who you are yeah. Uh, that's going to happen to somebody. Um, but I'm telling you right now, this team is never out of a game. They did it last night late, which is something right. they haven't done. Um, you guys can't be too disappointed right now with what yeah. this team's doing. Yeah. And, and you know, Garver's getting healthy. It looks like uh, John Gray, you know, came out of his start healthy. We'll ask him about it here in a minute because yeah. he's, he's ready to go. Speaking of that, we're going to get John Gray on here, guys. And then when we're done with John Gray, we're going to go to uh, down in the bus leagues. One more thing before we get out of here and get John here. Going to remind you guys, hey, we're going to start having some stuff on the YouTube channel, some interviews in Spanish. Um, that's going to be fantastic. Get this out to anybody you know that speaks Spanish that wants to do that. That first video, uh, one of our guys here, Joel Perez, interviewed Martin Perez. Uh, great interview in the dugout. He's going to start doing that more. We want to get you guys involved on that side at least. We don't speak Spanish on here. That's our detriment. Uh-huh. But you can go to that YouTube channel, watch those Spanish videos, and and put it out to your friends that, that like it because Joel's doing a great job for us, and that interview was entertaining. I didn't know that he made cheese. Yeah. And that was something that he made cheese, and Joel did that. But, guys, right now, John Gray's waiting on us. We're going to get to John Gray right after this. Okay, guys, and joining us now from Globe Life Field, it's Texas Rangers right-handed pitcher, John Gray. John, thanks for joining us, bud. Thanks for having me. Hey, do they have you in a closet or something? Where, where, where are you? It's like a big closet, I guess, but it's it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, as long as it's a nice closet, maybe get some a- AC in there. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, how are you doing? You, 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 you pitched Monday. Uh, the knee held up. You're pretty pumped up about it. So just kind of where, what is your physical state as you see it? Um, uh, well, with how things have been, um, <laughs> I feel like I haven't had much of like a season yet, but uh, but I think that's about to change. I think, you know, things are feeling really good after my start. I kept the brace on. 
and uh, didn't feel anything in there. So uh, it's feeling stronger and stronger every day. And hopefully I'll only need it for maybe another start or two and then uh, get to be like the other guys and uh, play, you know, normal. Yeah. Are, are you doing any, is there any way to strengthen it or, or, or make it better? Or does it just need to rest? Are you uh, a little both, a little both, just trying to limit my side to side movement mm-hmm. and uh, like uh, lifting and workouts, make, making sure I'm not really doing any kind of like twisting and turning on it, but there are other ways to strengthen it. And we've been kind of hitting those and okay. uh, just getting in the training room, um, red light therapy, uh, taking it easy, but, uh, but it's working. It's paying off. Yeah. I, I, th- I think people who've watched the games, I mean, this isn't a little brace. This isn't something you just go pick up at the grocery store. I mean, this thing looks like what offensive linemen wear. How, yeah, how, it's, uh, it's, it's like a big football brace, but, uh, you know, and it, it kind of, it kind of stinks. Like it's heavy. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of in the way, but, but it's manageable. Like I, I'd rather, you know, be able to play with this on than you know, sit out for another couple of weeks. That would be yeah. not the way to yeah. go. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can't imagine you, 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 new team opening night, you get a blister and then you come back first start ready to get rolling. And then the knee thing happens. How aggravating was that? Uh, super aggravating. Um, cause I felt really good during spring. I had a good spring, um, was working with some new pitches and those are playing really well, but, uh, but I didn't get the opportunity to kind of build off of each start. I didn't, I didn't get to pitch every five days. So, Every time I got back out there, it was kind of like starting over again. So um, just trying to find some footing and, and really uh, kind of start to sprint. But, um, yeah, I think I'll get the opportunity now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, next up, what's Saturday, right, at, at Houston at Minute Maid. Um, I, I would, and, and then you guys will have an off day. And I don't know if they'll they'll use the off day to keep you on turn or not. But how – I know I know players talk about – how much, how valuable off days are. And, but it would seem like as a pitcher, you would just want to get into that rhythm. I know you have to take off days, but you just want to want to get it and go. Oh, I'm sorry. I lost you guys. So the last five seconds, I didn't hear much. Oh, it, it just seems like you'd want to get it and go, you know, like yeah, not yeah. take off days, get into that rhythm. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's like, uh, cause five days feels almost too, too long for me. I like to get on the bound as much as I can. And uh, you start, to remember more things about your delivery. I feel like when you, when you have a long stretch where you don't pitch, you can kind of forget some of your strengths, not that you're trying to, but there's only a few things you can think of when you're actually pitching and, you know, and, and that's constantly evolving. You're constantly thinking about new things how to make yourself better, how to change things to not be the same, but um, yeah. And that's, and that's kind of what I really want. I really want that kind of rapid fire. Uh, bullpen. How do you treat your bullpen sessions? Are they, are, are you tinkering? Are you, or are you just getting in there and getting work and, and uh, a and little after? tinkering? Um, most of it's work, but a little tinkering. If I feel like a certain pitch was off, um, then that's really something I really want to like put my focus on. Um, if I, if a certain pitch was off from last start, um, you know, that's, that's something I really want to take care of. But other than that, I, I, I really just like to use everything. I like to locate, I like to not just throw a fastball away. I'm throwing, up and in on a lefty or down and away to a lefty or up or in on a righty. I just try to be very specific and visualize hitters in the box and uh, make it game-like. How much has that changed? Not not necessarily your, I guess your bullpen work, but like just the thought processes, all the data that's out there now, 
and 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 the advanced you know the, the scouting reports seem so much more more detailed than maybe when you were a, a rookie or you know even I don't know three seasons ago how much has that changed uh, it's changed a lot and I remember when it first did change um it was always about low fastballs and I remember um I don't remember what year it was but we were everybody was pitching up in the zone it was working and uh you see a lot of that more now uh guys kind of you know filling up the top of the zone with fastballs and letting their off speed play down so that's something that was one of my first changes I made was all right I really want to be good at throwing to the corners up in the zone and uh that's something I've done in every bullpen session since and it, I think it's really helpful well it seems like correct me if I'm wrong but like a couple years ago there was a a and I think you Darvish was was kind of the poster boy for this, but a lot of hitters were were hitting his sinker or, or hitting sinker balls and and getting them out of the park. So I don't know if that's where the high fastball thing started, but it seems like this is a major adjustment to to what hitters were were had adjusted maybe to pitchers. Yeah, for sure, and and things like that constantly change. Um, I think. They're definitely if 10 years ago, there were a lot more sinker ball guys, sinker slider guys. Now it's a lot of four seam. Can I get, you know, in all these numbers like vertical and horizontal, can I get my ball to play up in the zone and then spin something off of that tunneling so much new stuff. But, uh, but that's what, I don't know. That's what keeps it. It doesn't let things get old, you know, like it's uh there's always something you're kind of striving to, to, to obtain. And that's the kind of fun part of it. Sure. One, I mean, probably definitely the biggest change for you this season is you're no longer pitching in Coors Field. And and I know that some people might kind of not understand the effect that pitching half your games at Coors Field has and half, half on the road. You, you've explained how much you've had, you would have to change just your grips or even, I, I don't remember if you said your arm angle or whatever, but it just seems like... Um, you're able to, you might be able to get a lot more consistency this year. Right. Yes. Yes. And I felt that change in between cores and sea level. I felt that change a lot with my fastball and curveball. Um, you know, I, at cores, I, my fastball really played straight and it was pretty easy for me to throw it there. But when I would go to the road, it would be moving, you know, like 10 inches across the plate. So, um, and so things aren't, things aren't really, the muscle memory isn't the same. So you kind of have to take your sides and adjust them. And, uh, you know, I had to take two different arsenals. Like I, I, I threw a lot of curveballs on the road, um, and heavy slider too, but at home it was mainly fastball slider. I didn't really throw, I threw changeups last year, but, uh, but it was mainly fastball slider and occasional curveball. But, uh, there were some things that played, some things that didn't, but you just, that's something you got to figure out for yourself. Other yeah. guys were different. Some guys threw curveballs at home just as much as they threw them on, on the road, but uh, I just wasn't one of those guys. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I grew up in Colorado, so I kind of remember the first Rocky season was my senior year of high school. So I, I never like became a huge Rockies fan, but you know, always followed them. Just remember like Denny Nagel and, and Mike Hampton, you know, these big signees that would come in and just, just couldn't couldn't ever figure it out. I, I just, you know, every once in a while you get a, a real good season, and but it just seems like man, it's got to be the hardest job in baseball. Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's tough. Um, now you know, not only are you making those adjustments, but it's a it's a big park, and there's a lot of uh, courses. There's a lot of room for balls to fall in. That's what people right. don't really 
or they see past. Sometimes they think about elevation, the ball flying, but it's really just the size of the field. Like there's a lot of things that drop in, even like the soft hits. Uh, there's a lot of room for it to drop, but, um, yeah, but yeah, that's something that kind of gets looked past, but that's what, but that's what made pitching there so fun is when you did, when you did really great, when you shut down a good team there, you were, you know, you knew it was, it was because you're really good, not because well, you got yeah. lucky or anything. Well, one of the, one of the most amazing things has to be that Hideo Nomo threw a no hitter there. Yeah. You know, and, 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 uh, I, I remember going to a game at, at mile high stadium, the old football stadium where Invesco is now. Uh, and, and Greg Maddox was like right before the 94 strike, he gave up three infield singles. That's all he gave up. I, it, I mean, you know, I, like I saw Cliff Lee pitch in the postseason in, in 2010 at Yankee Stadium. He threw a two hitter and just dominated. But that, that Maddox performance, when you just kind of put everything as a context, it's like the most dominating thing I've ever seen. Because it's in Colorado. It was in Colorado. And, and, then, <laughs> and then he went like four for six at the plate and hit a homer. I mean, it was <laughs> it was pretty amazing. But it, I mean, it's it's just a it's just a tough a tough job to have. So, Ball flies. Yeah, but I know the I know the Rangers are thrilled to have you. I know they gave you that great presentation, challenged uh, changed your uh, slider grip a little bit, gave you ideas on, on how you could be better. So what what's it been like? I know I know we talked about the injury, but since let's say the start of spring training to now, as far as getting acclimated with the team, uh, everything feels it's been really fun. It feels it's been really fun. It's made the game a lot of fun everything feels so new and fresh. And I feel like I have, um, I feel like we've kind of unlocked another side of like how I can pitch, I guess. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's been a lot of fun to work with it. Cause uh, I don't know what the limit is to this, but you know, hopefully the sky's the limit with it, but, um, but it's a, uh, it's a lot of fun to play with and to have new tools and, um, you know, a great, great group with me. It's been, it's been nothing but a blast. Well, and then the you know the rotation is is pitching very well here the last yeah I don't know you can maybe go back a month it just the the good starts definitely outweigh the the hiccups right yeah yeah we I mean yeah we all we all know we got off to a rough start but yeah we're starting to start to look more like ourselves lately and uh, yeah pitching staff's been a big part of it um, you know uh, Martin and 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 Dane and Hearn and everybody's everybody's throwing up good games and our bullpen's been pretty solid and. Um, and our guys are cranking the ball right now. So it's, uh, it's a, it's a really good combination. All right. All right. Enough baseball talk. Our usual deal is that I ask the baseball questions and then John asks you, uh, non-baseball questions. Yeah, I get so, to have the fun. Yeah. I, I have to, I have to be the, the hard hitting reporter and John here gets to throw the softballs. Yeah, that's me. I'm going to, I'm going to lob <laughs> them up to you. So you're born in Shawnee, Oklahoma, Chandler high school, uh, in Chandler, Oklahoma. Did you play any other sports when you were growing up? Yes, I played. Uh, I did a lot. I uh, I wrestled until uh, until junior high. I wrestled through junior high or until junior high, and then yeah. uh, then I stuck with basketball, baseball, football through high school. All the way through. What did you, did you played football uh, in high school? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I played every year except for my senior year. I didn't play my senior year because of baseball. You'd gotten so good at baseball. Do you have no. cauliflower ear? No, 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 <laughs> no, those, no, that terrifies me. I don't like that, but no, uh, thank goodness I don't No, I didn't do it that much. I mean, wrestling is huge in Oklahoma. Oh man, it's big. It's big time. It's like Oklahoma, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, and a little bit of Colorado. Like Absolutely. wrestling is king. It I mean, is. Oh no, I know that for a fact. It, it's yeah. huge. Now, did you hit in high school or did you just pitch? No, I hit, I hit in high school and I hit in junior college. I was a two-way guy in junior college for 
the fall and then I and, and when spring came around I was just the pitcher so um but I, I thought I thought I hit pretty well in high school um I was really good as a sophomore pretty good as a junior but okay as a senior I got kind of like worse as a hitter and better as a pitcher so <laughs> it's worked out John it, yeah, it, showed, yeah, me, it showed me the way yeah you're, you're good you hit a few dingers oh in, in high school yeah I hit a lot I hit I think like 12 my sophomore year I hit a bunch then and um, well, you're a big like, guy too. So <laughs> a handful uh, the next two years. So it was what, what a, posi- a good amount. When you weren't pitching, what, what position were you playing? I was playing third base mostly. All right. All, All right. right. So that's athletic. You big, were athletic then. You were, you were, yeah, you were playing. Big arm okay. So people don't, may not know this, but uh, you were actually drafted three times. You were drafted uh, out of high school, even 13th round, uh, but in 2010 by the Royals. Then in, uh, you went to the junior college, um, Eastern Oklahoma State, uh, and the 10th round in 2000. So the next year you were drafted in the 10th round. You moved up there. And then, of course, you went on to OU, pitched there for a couple of years. Third overall pick in the first round of 2013. Here's my question I love to ask about the draft. Okay. In each possession from high school, junior college, to, high sc- to, the, to OU, where were you when you got drafted and how did you find out? Um, I can't even remember how I can't even remember how I figured out I was I was drafted in uh, in high school and junior college. I think I was just I want to say I was um, on the phone with my agent both times then and uh, and you know and then in, in college when I was drafted by Colorado um, in the first round it was I was uh, we were in a super regional we were playing LSU mm. so uh, okay. our whole team was out you know a draft night we were having like a dinner and. Um, and they were announcing it on TV, so it was really cool to experience that with the team. And uh, there, we had a lot of guys go pretty early, so it was a it was a big night for us. That's cool. That's that's really cool. So um, now I know that. So you 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 got drafted out of high school, which meant you were obviously recruited pretty good. You ended up going to a junior college. Did you do that because you wanted to be draft eligible again, or who? What schools were interested in you coming out of high school? Uh, Oklahoma was interested in me in high school, but it wasn't. Not to do to the degree when I, as a, you know, as a, after the junior college season, but um, but you know that I don't think I was ready. I think I think that uh, you know I was a, a small town kid. I was homesick. I still got homesick even in like high school. So um, that junior yeah. college was kind of yeah, it was kind of like a test for me, uh, an extra year to kind of get ready. And uh, but I made some improvements then, and um, I think I became a better pitcher there and um things progressed but uh still wasn't ready then like um you know i wanted to experience oklahoma i still kind of wanted to stay around home so uh sure it 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 made the decision easy for me but but it wasn't as easy as the first one it was still you know i don't know it was it was tough (laughs) i get it so let me ask you this when was it that you first realized scouts are checking me out so obviously in high school you got scouted was it your junior year your senior when did you go man there are scouts that are checking me out i think it was in between my sophomore and junior year i played american legion ball uh okay. in ada i played for ada i played against oh, yeah. jt romito quite a bit oh wow. and uh yeah american legion was fun but um that's when i kind of started to get more looks because uh, our high school wasn't a big high school i graduated with 84 so it was oh, wow it was kind of hitting you and really. my wife and, uh, but I think I want to say it was uh, a lot to do with that. And I did, I did do some travel team ball. Like I played uh, in a perfect game series in Arizona in high school. Uh, 
few things like that that kind of that kind of helps. But but um, but yeah, it was uh, a lot of it was American Legion. Okay, this is one of my another one of my favorites. Now we've had a lot of minor leaguers on here. We've had John Daniels, Chris Young, all of that. You're the second major leaguer. This is my favorite for a major leaguer. August fourth, two thousand fifteen. You get called up to make your major league debut. Where were you? How'd you find out? You who who who's the one that gave you the great news? You were going to get called up to the major leagues. Um, it was in uh, want to say I was in, in the PCL playing for Albuquerque against Fresno. And uh, I just remember um, our pitching coach like sent me out to do charts or something. And I was doing chart that game and they called me into the, to the manager's office. And uh, it was Glenn Allen Hill, who was our manager. And, uh, oh, yeah. and I thought I screwed up the chart and I thought I was about to get, you know, so like, <laughs> hey, but you're, you're doing this wrong. Like, you know, we're about to punish you or something. No, it was, uh, he sat me down and told me the good news and, I was really kind of in shock. I didn't really see it happening. I wasn't, I mean, I was, I was prepared for it, but I wasn't, it wasn't on my mind at all. I thought it was just something small. So to hear that, it was, it was great. Um, It was really cool. Uh, You know, and uh, it really sped things up a lot. That whole week was really fast. And where did you go? Were you on a plane that afternoon or that next morning? uh, The next morning I was on a, oh yeah, I was on a flight to Denver and then uh, pitched the day after that. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was, everything happened really fast. That's what I remember the most. And, uh, it just kind of seemed like it was here and gone, but, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a, quite the experience. So when you get the call, they're, they're telling you, you're going to the big leagues. Tell us who's the first person you called mom and dad. I called call my wife. I had to tell her cause we were supposed to get married, uh, in Nashville when we were there. Uh, we were oh. about to take a trip to Nashville <laughs> and, and, uh, we had like this wedding set up and everything and, um yeah i had to tell her the kind of the good news and bad news so um <laughs> Honey, I can't we, we made it work we made it work and uh yeah got us here to this day so <laughs> hey um glenn allen hill a little known fact terrified of spiders so am i and well but like <laughs> apparently as i recall he had a dream about spiders Ooh. and and he slept walk so he's having this dream about spiders and they're all over him. And like, he like fell down the stairs. He had, I think he had to go on the disabled list. I'm, I'm, I have to go back and check, but it was like in the, in the eighties, this happened. I think you're, but yeah, yeah so, I think I've heard the same story. Like he fell yeah. through like a coffee table or something like that. Yeah. Something, something happened, but it was because of his fear of, of spiders. That's arachnophobia, a cr- right? Yeah. What that, that look, I don't that like spiders either. I, I can pick up a snake. I don't mind messing with them. I do that. But boy, a spider gets on me and I start to, you know, I'll freak out and scream like a woman. I'm not afraid to admit it. Those things, those bites can be bad. You know, this is a, we talked to you outside the dugout that day. And, and uh, now my son's favorite player is, is John Gray because of Rocket League. You're a big gamer. And, and Jeff wrote a great story about that. But you're not like a lot of these guys. You don't. You're not big into you. I guess you would play Madden and and some of that stuff. But that's not your thing. You're really into to to the virtual stuff. And and tell us about that. You're really into the video games. Yeah, I've always been. Yeah, it's always been a thing with me. I've always I've always loved video games. I played against. You know, I had a brother that was one year older than me, so we were always going back and forth playing something. He was more into the sports games, and I was more into like this other stuff, the sci-fi. Like I'm a big sci-fi fan, so. Um, anything that's not realistic, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. I love the Elder Scrolls is like my favorite thing in the world. I love that. I love that series. And 
Um, That's you know, for the Mohawk, right? Yeah, I hope to get a job with them someday because I'd, I'd <laughs> love, I would love to to work for Bethesda. But um, it's uh, it's it's always been a big part. I think it's I think it, ever since you know Pro Bowl, um, all my college buddies, we would always get together each night and like you know get in the same party and play a game together. So it was a good good way to kind of keep in touch with everyone. And yeah. uh, and it's also safe. You're not. You know, when you're in a hotel in another city, you're not outside, you know, taking risks, you're inside having a great time, Absolutely. Uh, resting your body. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And, and my and, you know, you're the one that told me I played. It's one of the fun games I played with my kids, Jeff, was the the Rocket League and had a blast. Mm. And my wife and I were talking about John telling us that. And I said, you know, John told us outside the dugout, you can upgrade and do And, and Kevin, my son, was oh. like. He was like, yeah, yes. you can. You oh. can do the – I mean, he knew all of that stuff, which was really cool. So, a couple more before we get out of here. Now, besides the video gaming, outside of baseball, do you do, you do anything? What are your hobbies? Do you hunt fish, anything like that? Uh, my wife and I like to fish a lot. We've, we've always been big into fishing. Um, we started fishing together in like in, uh, in junior high and high school, so it's been it's been our thing. And uh, But I just like to be outdoors in general. I like to work outdoors um, when I'm like on – like uh just outside working on something and it's it's my it's my place you know it's where i like to be so uh uh i don't know there's other things i like to do too i like to i like to go yeah i love to golf i like to bowl i like to go bowling um i like to go go to the movies so there's there's quite a bit of things we like to do yeah do you do your own yard work i love my own yard work yeah i love love doing the yard i do too i love it that's how I work out. You didn't know me beforehand, but I've actually lost like 25 pounds because I'm a little fat dude. And I'm starting to lose weight, but getting in and sweating, I like to do that. I'm I love to, doing the yard. It's, I'm like, old it's my time. Better. Just get yeah, away from me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Last one before we get you out of here, John. I know you guys got a game tonight, and we really appreciate you doing this. This is a question. We've had some great answers. And so we've already found out a lot about John here yeah. uh, on this, but it's what is something that nobody knows about John Gray? And let me tell you some answers. Brock Burke, who's coming on here next week, yeah, he sleepwalks. Don't know if you know about that. You need to ask him about that. It's crazy stories about his sleepwalking and scaring some of his minor league deals. Uh, John Daniel, the guy you know that met and there. John Daniel has airplane underwear. Yeah, it's his. Uh, yeah. He's got underwear that he wears when he gets on an airplane and he has to have two pairs, one for the flight there and one for the flight home. That was something weird. Jack lighter, minor leaguer. Don't know how much you've interacted with Jack. This is the weird one to us. And I hope you're not the same way. He can't stand peanut butter. We don't get it. Yeah. Uh, that's a, what is something that nobody knows about John Gray? Oh, that's a good, that's a really good question. Uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, you're an open book. No, we've 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 already asked him a lot of neat stuff he's done. So yeah. man, it's okay if you're like I don't really know. I don't do anything. I don't feel like I don't do anything weird like that. I, at least I don't <laughs> think so. Um, Your wife could probably answer that. No, he you know. Well, here, here's one that I wrote about. He likes he likes the original Star Trek. I do episode. like original really? Star Trek. Yes, yeah. like over Star favorite. Wars. Yes. Oh, John. He John, liked John, like, John. He he like Star Wars. William Shatner TV. Not like not like the movie the movie. Yeah. I mean, the, I, the I don't know. Movie. I guess I, most people probably already know, like I don't know. I'm 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 a citizen of the Cherokee Nation, but most people know that I feel like. I don't that's like the weirdest thing about me. No kidding. Okay, oh, see, that there you go. He didn't know. That is interesting. He's a okay, because you're from Oklahoma, grew up there, and you are so you are 
Say that again. You're a member of the Cherokee Nation. Yeah, I'm a citizen. Yeah, I'm a Cherokee. A citizen. citizen. Now, do you have family? I guess that were, that were uh, Cherokee. So you got some Cherokee blood in you. Yeah, I'm like you know, ten percent. Hey. Yeah. So. That's yeah. still awesome. That's incredible. That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Okay. Well, you know what? What we're did we learn about one. John Gray? He's like he is one tenth Cherokee, and he's part of the Cherokee and Nation. Speak, and I can speak a little bit too. Oh, that would be cool. Now, do you have a grandmother or a grandfather or somebody that 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 taught you that, or just growing up in Oklahoma? My my great grandmother knew it, but uh, okay. her sons didn't learn a whole lot. They kind of knew words, and so. Um, when I went to college, I, I enrolled in Cherokee to to kind of learn more about it, and and it's really cool because if you if you learn their language and how it's used, you can kind of understand them a little more. You can understand what they're about more and the way of life. So it's pretty oh, interesting. Man, man. You you know it's 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 a it's a very very hard language to learn though because there's 26 characters in our alphabet. There's 84 in the Cherokee oh, language, so there's oh, quite a bit to learn. Right. Well, that I'm going to stick with English. Yeah, but that is that is fascinating. That's pretty cool, John. That yeah. is fascinating. Okay, John, get back out there. I know that you got to get ready for the game tonight. You're not playing tonight, obviously, because you're got pitching bullpen, Saturday. Though, right? you, got a, you got a bullpen you got to throw? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> John, thank you so much. We appreciate you stopping down from us. We'll see you out at the yard, and good luck Saturday. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right, John. That's John Gray, right-hand pitcher for the Texas Rangers. Thanks, John. All right, big thanks to John Gray, right-hand pitcher for the Texas Rangers, for joining us. But right now, guys, we need to go down in the bus leagues, talk about the minor league system and what's going on down there. You are heading to Houston, and you're going to go over to Sugarland. Sugar yeah, on Round Thursday Rock, yeah. before the game, talk to a couple of Round Rock players. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, Matt Carpenter, who, if you've been paying attention, is destroying right-handed pitching. And, right now, and yes. Is, is appears to be uh, in, a, in a groove. Uh, we, He's, he's a total pro, obviously. I talked to Matt Hagan, the Round Rock manager, on Monday, and Carpenter does everything that you would expect the three-time All-Star to do uh, on the field. Um, takes quality, you know, the best at-bats on the team, and, and you would expect that, um, but but something's working. And and I don't know, he has an out on his contract uh, June 1. Um, somebody, somebody's taking, I mean, people are taking notice. Even, you know, even the Rangers are taking notice. So, um, anyway... That's a left-handed hitting guy that could play first base if somebody needed to get some stuff straightened out. Yeah, I don't know that you said Nate Low down though, but um, well, no, but somebody else that could go down, that guy could step in and play a little first he, base he could. And, and be a left-handed bat when Nate's uh, look. Nate, I think Nate's going to be great. <clears throat> Nate's not hitting the fastball again. He's in. A, he's in. A, he, last night was great. He got a hit, yeah. but anyway, and something and something like that, maybe all he needed. But anyway. Could be. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's get to the team. Okay, down east. Down east is low A. We know how this goes. Low A, high A, double A, triple A, down and down east. They're 15 and 19, 5 and 5 their last 10. The names you got to watch down there are the same ones we've been talking about. Uh, Alejandro Osuna and Yossi Galan that you talked about. Yeah. They're, t- yeah. they're still the two guys that are the, that are doing it. Maximo's doing okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, you know who just made, got their debut this week and just came up? Cam Collin, Cam Collin, Ian Muller, and um, they 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 started out a little cold, but they're finding their groove. They got got they some hits three and games, some RBIs, yeah. and um, yeah, you know, Yosey's cooled off a little bit, but he was so hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, guys, they're just they're just going to be streaky. And uh, I found it interesting uh, Tuesday night when I looked at the box score, and I haven't paid great attention to their previous games, but Max Acosta was batting fourth, which I thought was pretty pretty interesting. But uh, 
uh, you know, these are these are young guys, first time a full season affiliate. So sure, uh, you know, we, we've talked about it before. There's going to be ups and downs, but absolutely um, not not. Not, you know, some interesting names down there for sure. Yeah, and, and when you go to the mound, obviously we were still talking about Kendrich, who's, who's done well there. Yeah. You've got Dylan McLean's now there. Uh, tell us yeah. about him. He's the draft pick. Uh, Third, uh, fourth round in, in 2020, uh, left-hander out of high school in Oregon. Uh, he was uh, – he's skinny as a rail, you know, yeah. so – He's one. Of, he is a. He's like the definition of a projectable lefty. They think he's going to grow into some velocity and some some better stuff. But uh, you know, knows how to pitch. Good good head on his shoulders. And and Mitch Brad is 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 there now. And he yep. was the fifth rounder last year. So uh, three, four, and five are are at down east. And uh, he's he's Canadian. It, it's, you know, kind of interesting uh, path to to the draft because uh, scouts weren't able to go up and see him. Right. So he had to, he had to go to them, and uh, uh, you know he ended up playing in that prospect league, and uh, he was a Florida State commitment, so it, you know he got a little extra money for that. But you know, good good kid, and he he'd had like a I think he had a sh- like some shoulder stiffness or something in spring training, but he it set him back only about a week, and obviously they feel confident enough to send him out. Last name on there is the one I keep talking about. He's a little old for the league, but uh, he's just somebody that's kind of on the radio. It's Teodo. Uh, Eliano Teodo, yeah, he still yeah. he struck out uh, 18 and 16 innings. I'd thrown 100 miles an hour. Right, he, right. He's older for that league, but he's kind of got a late start, didn't he, or something like that? Yeah. Um, well, and you know, and, and and you can't really go by ages right now because everybody lost a year because of COVID. Sure. So um, it's it, it's a it's a strange time right now. You see a 21 year old let's say in high A, and you're like, oh well, uh, or in low A, and you're like, geez, he's, is he a little bit behind? And um, no, he, he's not. Everybody's behind. Yep, exactly. All right, we got to go to Hickory. Hickory seventeen and sixteen, five and five, also in the last ten games. Uh, going from there, um, one guy from there that we need to keep an eye on, and we've talked about this guy. He is one of the top prospects in the organization, and that's Evan Carter and what he's yeah. doing. The power came this week. Look, he's going to get some power. Right. He is nineteen. He does right. not turn twenty till August. Right. Late August. Late August. And he, he, he's hitting 300. He's got an 881 OPS. He's hit three home runs this week or two. Um, they've said all along, he's just got to fill out. I remember when I was 19, I could go kill two buffets in, in a row and not yeah. gain a pound. Right. And so this kid, and you've seen how skinny he is when we see him there. He's uh, no fat. He's in great shape. He can run. He, I mean, yeah. this is a potential five-tool guy. Sure, sure. And, and, and it's starting to show why this guy's one of the top prospects. Yeah. Well, and then, and as we've said before, the, found, the, the foundation is his – understanding of the strike zone exactly and, and the rangers thought that that the high a challenge because remember he only had 106 at bats at, at low a last year uh they thought he would be able to handle the challenge and he's not just handled it he's he's flourishing in, in a league with players who are a lot older than he is uh like his teammate aaron zavala who you know played in college and yep. uh also tremendous strike zone awareness i think he's walked many more times than he struck out this year He's starting to come on. He's starting to come um, together. Yep. You know, so so some good things are happening on that front. But I would be surprised if 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 I would be surprised if they don't both end up in Frisco later in the year. Right? Uh, no, know, no, it's going to be a little while. But yeah, and Carter needs at bats. Nineteen and, and, year and, old and, in Double A, and he really has to make sure that they can handle that uh, situation there. Nineteen year old in Double A. I, I really think he'll be here before his birthday. 
uh, before he turns 20. Maybe. That, that's Maybe. a good chance. On the pitching front, Venasco's going tonight. It is Wednesday. Uh, Mark Church seems to be the guy that still everyone's talking about there. Sure, good reliever. He was the Strong. reliever of the year in, in April uh, in, in the system, and uh, they're going to start stretching him out a little bit. Yep. Um, see see if maybe he can handle starting. Uh, you know, TK Roby has struggled a little bit. England um, White, yeah. Uh, he, he he's trying to get his. Uh, you know, they, he's he's at his best when his fastball is up in the zone. The problem is that as you go higher and higher, hitters don't swing at it. So he's got to find that fine line of 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 where the top of the zone is as sure. opposed to people's wheelhouses. So. I'm not um, concerned about any ERAs in, in high A. Right, especially but, for a guy who I think he's 20 maybe yes. and, and barely pitched at, at, at down east last year. Well, Owen White, who's scuffed a little bit lately, is but, but Owen White's been the, the star on that uh, on that rotation well, so I'd far. Say, I'd say Englert has been. I well, think. and Englert, yeah, his numbers are good Englert, right now too, Englert's, who was on the show a couple weeks right, ago. Englert's doing very, very good. Let's go to Frisco. Uh, Frisco's 20-14, and 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. Uh, Ezekiel Duran... It's just found it. I mean, this kid yeah. is slow. I think everyone's thinking Josh Smith was the better of the two. I mean, some some had Duran over Josh Smith, but Duran's all of a sudden found it. He's found his pop. Uh, he's hitting three hundred three, a nine twenty eight OPS, six home runs, uh, second on the team with mm-hmm. home runs. Uh, I've heard it over and over from some scouts and other people that that follow him. The bat, the ball comes off his bat hard. Yeah. Well, you know, he he. he after after the Rangers got him in the Gallo trade, he, he went to to Hickory and uh, his numbers weren't great. I mean, no. they, they weren't awful, but they they weren't what he had been doing in um, in the in the Yankees system. I think Hudson Valley uh, yes. might, might be their their high A affiliate. Um, but you know, Mike Michael Young told me others have told me the guy is going to hit. He's a great hitter. Yeah, uh, and he's a lot more versatile than than you think. He can play second, short third base he's probably gonna have to learn to play the outfield but um there there he is there he and is he had a he had a, a very nice spring he had an impressive home run in a spring game off brandon woodruff uh, <laughs> of the, of the, okay. the, Bre- the brewers pitcher so yeah um th- this guy can play and uh great story too you know didn't sign until he was 18 he's from a small part of the of dominican republic that that doesn't get scouted very heavily um hard worker kind of a self-made player it's 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 a good story Yep. And also on the batting front, you got Harris, who's come on pretty good. Sure. Hit another home run last night. Foscue's doing well. Uh, Foscue's hitting 314. Yeah. Um, you know, he's only played in half the games that, right. that they yeah, have. He, uh, he, had the back, he had the back deal. The back deal. He's hit training. two home runs. Yeah. On the pitching, of course, everyone's going to talk about Lighter. Did not have a great outing last time out. Right. I think Lighter's problem right now is getting adjusted to uh, not college hitters. These are professionals that in double yeah. A a little more selective. Yeah. He's walked a few more. Maybe the zone's not where he likes it as he's figuring it out. I'm not worried about Lighter. He looks no. dominating when his stuff's going. Right. So it's a right. matter of harnessing and figuring out sure. how to deal with it. And they're keeping him on account. I think he's not going over like 70 or 75 pitches yeah. right now. Sure. But- and why would you? There's, you're not going anywhere. We still got to talk about our guy Chase Lee. That guy. Yeah. What is he? What else he got to do? I mean, he's got to be going to AAA pretty soon. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, he's not pitching a lot though. You know, it's, it, it, that's kind of the interesting thing. But yeah, he hasn't given up a run. Yep. And and yeah, he came here in studio, so he's always going to have a, a spot in our heart. Absolutely. And I think he's on his way there. Cole Reagans, who was on the show last yeah. week, also doing well. He's got a 2.79 ERA. Triple A, a little different. Our guy right there, Matt Carpenter, there got a is. note about him. If you saw the way Matt started and where he's at now, he's hitting 275 with a 991 OPS, and he's got six home runs. Yeah. Uh, this guy is trying to to force everyone to look at the roster now. That guy. 
could be like a Cole Calhoun, another name in there. And I know Cole Calhoun is playing well now. Yeah. This is a guy that's in the – Cole Calhoun in that locker room or in that pre, uh, clubhouse, he is a leader in the clubhouse. You see sure. it. He, he talks to the young guys. He gets them in line. I saw him do it on the field. Sam Huff came over to say hi to us one game. Uh, Calhoun yelled at him, kind of a jerk way he did it. But he was <laughs> like, hey, what you talking to the media? Get out. He was telling him to do his stuff. I have no problem with that. Yeah. I like a veteran that does that. Now that he's hitting well and playing better, yeah. it's good that you're doing something like that. Matt Carpenter, three-time All-Star, like you said, yeah. you, you can't ignore what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that Cole Calhoun thing reminded me of an interaction I had with with Mike Sosha one day and an <laughs> and, and, uh, 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 Angels reliever who was a rookie, and he was talking to me and hadn't even gotten dressed yet, and Mike Sosha came out of the his office there in the Angels clubhouse and and – said something to him and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll see you later. And, but anyway, yes, but that's, that's yeah. You know, get, keep the young guys on their toes. Yep. They're young guys. They got to learn. Uh, but Car- Carpenter has an out on his contract. We just talked about this. And so it'll be interesting to see. And then, um, obviously it'd be a great story. The TCU kid, right. um, lives in Fort Worth and, and he signed with the Rangers for those reasons. So yep. to, to actually get to play a major league game with Rangers across his chest would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. So uh, again, the other two guys that have done well, they've come back a little mm-hmm. bit, but you've got Tavares at 328, Thompson 323. Yeah. I think Tavares has slid just a little bit there. Uh, Calhoun who got demoted, he's only hitting 212 since he's been there. He's at one yeah. home run. He's, he is, he is down that list of anybody. It's going to have to take injuries, I think, to get him back. Yeah, if he's I, not moved. I wrote uh, a notebook, a minor league notebook. Uh, posted it yesterday at rangerstoday.com. Uh, Five ninety nine a month, sixty dollars a year. <laughs> sixty dollars a year. Um, he, he's he's open to he's he hasn't been a turd. You know, he's gone down there and he's working and he's open. Good to, for him. Open to suggestions and everything. So, you know, they have so many outfielders there that it, it's it's a little hard to get at bats, but um, he. You know, he he's working at least, and okay. and 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 that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. Cole Wynn, yeah, he scuttled a little bit lately, but that's another guy. They they just yeah. got to get the innings going. Still a guy I think that has a chance to come up later in the year sure. and get some starts once he gets going. Sure. A little concerning strikeouts are down. He's normally above on strikeouts. Well, his, the the bigger concern is his walks are way up. If yep. you if you look at April and May, his numbers are, uh, I think, um, through three May starts, he has sixteen walks and yeah. five strikeouts, and in April he had. 15 strikeouts and five walks. So maybe trying to do too much, trying to make an impression, but, um, and triple a hitters are a little more selective. Sure. Too, so. Sure. Sure. So, um, but I wouldn't worry about that. I, I don't worry yeah. about when he's young. He's, he, he is not, he's, you know, knock on glass or wood. He's been healthy since he got drafted. Uh, he's progressed just how you're supposed to every league. Yeah. He's done well at every league going up. I have no doubt he'll do good there. I mean, you still got Jake Latz and some others there um, that are potential names. But uh, right now, wins the one we're watching because I sure. think that's a guy that come up. Maybe Arihara could do a spot start. That's someone that he's yeah. not going to stay you know, up. Alexi had a good start Yeah, Alexi. Uh, Tuesday to, to kind of reverse a, a pretty bad trend. I think he entered that start with a – Seven something ERA. Again, these guys are just trying to do too much. Yeah, and, and, and they got to be. They just got to. You know, there's a reason they got to to AAA. They just need to keep doing that. Yeah, and those guys. Uh, but besides Arihara, those are guys that 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 serve a purpose. They're they're spot starters. They come yeah. up and get a start for you and get out of there, especially in a bind. Guys, anything else for you? Get out. No, You're about to no. get on a plane tomorrow. And are you driving down to Houston? No, or? I'm flying. You're gonna fly yeah. down to Houston and go do that. Have a good trip. Uh, ball ball game tonight. Last game of the series. Uh, anything else before we get out? Nope. 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 Just uh, remember to 
Subscribe to uh, the, the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel. Subscribe and to subscribe to RangersToday.com. And don't forget to tell your Spanish-speaking friends about the new stuff coming out on the YouTube channel. Until then, guys, we'll see you next week. Or no, no, we'll yeah. do. We see you at the yard. And next week. <laughs> and next week. And we'll see you at the yard. Thanks, guys.